Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock! That's what we call a sack lunch! I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Catch you in a few minutes. Hour three Wednesday edition. Presented by the wonderful Omni Nashville Hotel. Pat, who'd you say we have on hold? Jim in Jupiter, Florida, where Jerry Hamilton used to live. I think he's back in Texas now. Anyways, what's up, Jim? Billy, you know that Catch is not going to be awake in a few minutes, so you better push that call back to near 10 o'clock. Well, the reason why I put it at 20 is that's the longest stretch every hour we have. But you're right. It's kind of hit or miss. That's why I put him late. You're right. You're, you're dead on right. I hope you get him. But, uh, Billy, you know, I think it's real funny that that person, we all know who that person is, was putting down on three when Shannon Terry invented the whole damn thing. Invented it. I mean, what do you think Shannon Terry is worth now because of his involvement in the recruiting game right now? I'd say $50 million on the low end, if not closer to 100 because he sold $300 million worth of recruiting services. I know, I know that for a fact. And he was the main – Owner. Now they had they have an ownership group, an investor group every time, and most of them are not in the business. They're business people. One, by the way, one guy's name is Bill King, and when they sold Rivals, I had people congratulating me. I had to tell them it wasn't me, but there's a guy in Brentwood with this name who's one of the main investors. So I'd say between fifty and a hundred million bucks he's put in his pocket. Yeah, wow, you would have liked that 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 cash out, huh? If you were the guy involved in that. I got twenty five I got twenty five K in the rivals thing. There you go. Well that guy invented this whole thing is the most innovative and he continues to bring it, even though he's been doing it all these years, rivals, two four seven, on three hell. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if on three gets bought out and he starts another. I mean, the guy is just, he is the man. So to, you know, to critique on three and say they don't know what they do, they're they doing, I mean, that's a little uh, far-fetched if you ask me. Let, me. let me also repeat something, Jim. One of the first calls he made before any of this got going, he was just going to do a team site and then build it. 
up from there, you know, league by league, was Perry Mason. He knew Perry from back at Lipscomb in college, and then Perry put him in touch with me. One of the very first calls he ever made when thinking about doing this was Perry Mason. That's awesome. Perry, you know, for our Florida commitment, he went back and told me some stories about him, about, you know, Shin Terry and you and the old days. And, man, it's really cool to see all that come to fruition with Shannon when it comes to the recruiting, you know, legend that he is and you, the the radio legend that you are. It's really cool. Um, so another thing I had for you, you keep talking about how you want to see next year. And I agree with you, but here's one thing I got to say. A lot of Knowles are thinking playoff or bust next year, and that determines success. Man, I mean, if FSU plays for the ACC, by the way, I think we're going to win the ACC, but let's say we don't. We, we play for the ACC next year, and we beat our two rivals, and I'm going to be happy because you're continuing to climb if we do that. You know, and um, I just, you know, I, I, this whole thing about FSU winning a national title or being in the natty or even being in the playoff next year, I think people are getting ahead of themselves. And I hope that's not how you're judging FSU for next year. No, I'm not. I'm not at all. I, I think competing legitimately for the ACC title and having a chance to win it I think is a successful year. I think if they fall short of that, it now it depends on how far, far they fall short. If they're seven and five, eight and four, I think it's a step back. I, I don't think they need to do that. No, I agree with you, but I got to tell you. So Jimbo's first year, guy goes out, wins ten games, right? Beats Florida, beats uh, Miami, when, uh, beats Spurrier in the bowl, right? The next year, everyone's like, ah, FSU's back. You know, FSU's back. So, 2011, we lose four games. Everybody's like, you know, oh, Jimbo can't do it. FSU, what? you know, it was just a mirage. Man, that meant nothing. Meant nothing. Because two years later, FSU won it all. So, you know, you'd like the climb. You'd like it to continue to every time. You take a step forward and wins and stuff, but it doesn't always work that way. Sometimes you got to look at it and you get like a three or four year window, and there might be a step back, and then it meant nothing to the actual success of what you're building at the program. Well, that's what I got for you, Billy. You have a good one. All right, Jim. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you checking in. Jim down in Jupiter. I think catch. Patton, we've we've had pretty good luck with catch though, haven't we? At at the twenty mark. I mean sometimes we don't get him you don't get him on the first call, but we've been pretty it's been pretty successful, right? Right. There you go. Yeah, catch will be with us here in about ten minutes. And we will go down in there. Arch Manning. The A D Mitchell rumors. The basketball coach got run. Oh, my gosh. We've got stuff to talk about. Pac-12 day. Bill, what the heck's going on with that detector? Well, it's coming out today. 
Um, I've done everything. He asked, is it a dual detector, carbon monoxide and smoke? Is it a hard-wired one or battery? It's, it's a battery one. You can swap the battery. I've already done that. New batteries in there. It was chirping. Blow out the detector with a hair dryer. Sounds like you might have to replace all the detectors. Well, the other ones are doing fine. This one is not. And it's about 15 feet. It's a, they, they will go kiosk. The ceiling is 13 to 15 feet. And so it's it's hard to get to. It's not like you, you've got one of those adapter things that you can put on a light bulb and just unscrew it from way off. So we have to get this big, you know the little giant ladders? Erect that thing up about 10, 12 feet and then go up in there. We've done that. Yesterday we once again reset the detector. You hold it down for 15 seconds, makes all kinds of noises, the cat, the every every animal got scared, took off running because that noise is just piercing. And uh, anyways, it reset. It made the noises it's supposed to make when it resets. It stayed red for a little while. Then it went green and everything was Perfect, peaceful for a few hours. And then late in the night, chirping reemerged. So whatever's going on with this thing, I'll tell you what I'm going to do for now. Yeah, I'll tell you exactly what I'm going to do for now. I am going to go up in there. I don't want to do it during the break because what if I fall off and I can't finish the show? Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to fall through all the equipment, right? I'm going to go up in there and get that battery out. That's the thing I'm going to do. And then I'll worry about the rest later. I have I've, I've done everything, y'all. You do not understand. <laughs> Philip sends me a uh, note, said, Bill, you may just have to go to Lowe's to get a new one. Well, that's true. They, they screw on. I mean, it's not a big, it's not a big deal. Yeah, I may have to go to uh, Lowe's and get a brand new one. If that's the case, then we'll do it. We'll do it. 614-ROB up in Ohio. Bill, I'll trade you smoke detectors. Mine are hardwired. When one of them starts chirping, they all chirp. Yeah, that's not happening here. Yeah, I don't have that problem. That is, that would be brutal. That would be that'd be tough. Lake Norman Buckeye, no sympathy for TTUN and the stuff going on up there. We lost sweater vest over tattoos. Crazy how much the world has changed. Yeah, back the the the, the sweater vest thing, that wouldn't even be an item, right? It wouldn't. Would Jeremy Pruitt? And what allegedly happened down the stretch there at Tennessee be a thing. Now, I mean, it was a thing when it happened. Yeah, 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 it was. But but would it be today? No, nobody cares. Nobody's policing any of that. And and so so there's here, here's what Michigan's got going on. Number one, the football program is in good shape. Okay, football team is in good shape. 
But you have the weirdness, which is Harbaugh and Ward Manuel. And Harbaugh is just awkward anyways. But he's a hell of a football coach when he's right. And he's back right. I don't care what happened in the TCU game. You win back-to-back Big Ten championships and you beat the Buckeyes the way they did two straight years, you're, you're in good shape, okay? But the weirdness, which is Harbaugh, and then the lack thereof relationship with Ward Manuel, the stupid, silly story about the NCAA sniffing around there because of what they did during COVID, which is laughable, okay? It's so irrelevant. And then the story that the offensive coordinator is on paid leave because allegedly he was hacking into other email accounts from Schimbeckler Hall on campus. Now, what he was snooping around for, I've got no idea. I know what Josh posted, according to Zach Smith and those rumors. I'm not going to put that on the show. Until that's officially acknowledged and reported, I'm not putting that on the show. But some of it is very, oh, I don't even know what word I'm, (laughs) I've tried to wordsmith there. Some of it is very damaging to the individual, to the offensive coordinator. So they've got drama going on there. They've got drama going on there. Usually, I mean, remember a couple of years ago I got mad at the Big Ten? I've gotten mad at the Big Ten various times, like when they shut down. But I say, you you guys don't have enough drama up there. It's always got to be down here, right? Tennessee, LSU, Auburn, Florida. Just name it. We we own it, man. I mean, we keep the non-playing portion busy down here. I said years ago, pick up the bleeping pace. Michigan is doing I got to give them a little credit. Michigan's picking up the pace a little bit. I appreciate that. All right. Catch when we come back. We'll see if Jim and Jupiter's right about that. He might be. Omni Nashville Hotel. into our routine with daily Tennessee jackpot. You got a dollar? Let's have some fun with it. Let's get those numbers going. How many are we picking? And one. And two. And three and four and five. Let's go. All of us Tennesseans are having fun now. Let's play and play. Work out a win with drawings every day when you play daily Tennessee jackpot. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays and more. That's how you do it right there. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com slash radio and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Terms and conditions apply. 
dazzling diamonds, royal rubies, elegant emeralds, and stunning sapphires. Now's the time to discover an exquisite variety of radiant prize-winning jewels that are set to take your breath away. This gorgeous, one-of-a-kind display won't be found at the finest jewelry stores, but rather at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer with Jumbo Bucks Jewels Instant Games. Collect glistening top prizes of up to $300,000 and make every win sparkle. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. Hashtag fat side up tweet to Bill at Bill is King to enter the arena of ideas. I looked up the other day and realized it had been a long time since we had Jeff Ketchum on the show. And I don't know why. I guess you get busy and you lose track. Said there's a lot of things to talk to him about. Catch, how you doing, sir? Wow. I'm, it's good to be back with you, Bill. I always love doing the show. A million things to talk about, but since it's relatively like 24 hours fresh, even though the rumor's been out there, what do you know about A.D. Mitchell? What's happening there with the Georgia receiver? It sounds like there may be a flirtation. You know, I, it's one of these things that – I think we have to have an honest dialogue about in the world of college football in 2023 is that with the advent of NIL, you've got guys who have lawyers and agents and handlers and people. And I, I think that it's been discussed behind the scenes for a while that he's a guy that might have entered into the portal for a number of reasons. I think, um, you know, real recent you've heard about a family situation that being closer to the state of texas might be something he's got a young child if i'm not mistaken nil dollars is a really real thing and from what i can gather 
You know, in theory, if, if he ends up at Texas, Texas may be able to put together an NIL package uh, that's better than what Georgia does. And talking to people from Georgia over the course of – just people covering the program over the course of the last couple of days, it seems like there's some limitations inside the Georgia program with regards to NIL that um, that Texas doesn't quite have. If you look back to what Texas did a year ago in the transfer portal – Almost every single one of those guys that Texas signed a year ago, not just Quinn Ewers, everybody. Diamante Tucker Dorsey came from Florida A&M, uh, and he got like over a quarter of a million dollars in NIL. So I think there's that component of that. And there have also been conversations that back in December that he had noticed that Georgia, this kid had noticed that Georgia had added a couple of receivers in the passing game. Look at Lovett and Ra Ra Thomas. And so, um, Sarkeesian's offense. This kid hasn't quite broken out. There's a lot of things that you add it all up together. Uh, but I think the NIL thing is something that can't be ignored. Um, and there, you know, it's funny because I've seen people on the Georgia message boards and on social media, it's like tampering. And it's like, well, you guys got a commitment from Ra Ra Thomas like five seconds after he announced in the portal, like, this is what we get in college football in 2023. And what we try to pretend sometimes is that we don't want to say the quiet part out loud, which is the rules are supposed to be that the contact doesn't begin uh, until they enter the portal. And rarely is that the case. And so you and I can have a conversation where we're like, well, he'll enter the portal potentially. And then there will be conversations but when you have agents and you have handlers and you have lawyers and they're allowed to contact people because they've got license through NIL, it just it becomes a situation where we either have honest conversation or we pretend. And I think that the reality is is that, you know, I don't know. The thing is, I've heard of Barry and Brown from Kentucky was a guy that I had been hearing for a while was going to enter the portal, and it just didn't happen. So the thing with A.D. is that it, A.D. Mitchell is that it looks like this is going to be a situation where it's been rumored for a long time, and now it's actually going to happen. And this has he, – he becomes one of the more high-profile guys to enter the portal this year. There weren't, a lot, there weren't as many high-level names. Last year you had Jameer Gibbs, Jordan Addison – um, Caleb Williams, obviously. There have been some decent players that have hit the portal, but it, it hasn't been the free-for-all that I thought it would, mainly because I think schools have done a really good job of taking care of their own guys in NIL, and maybe that just hasn't happened enough um, to A.D. Mitchell's liking, and, and that may be one of the reasons why he – if he enters, and I think the expectations are – that he will, uh, I think that will be one of the reasons. It will be the elephant in the room. Catch, when I see people on Twitter post tampering, it's so irritating. That's about like me accusing you of having not fully stopped at a stop sign. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's, it's just ridiculous. right? I mean, tampering, it's happening. Your school's tampering. If you're not tampering, you're not trying right now. Everybody's poaching. I mean, it's just so silly. <laughs> and, 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 and the thing is, it's, 
you know, we instinctively in recruiting for so long, right. it's been kind of like the bad guys and the good guys. And Texas A&M deals with this, right? Ever, they got that recruiting class a year ago, and everybody wanted to point the finger at them and say that, oh, you guys are cheating because you're paying players. And I'm like, everybody's paying players. Like, what we're arguing about now is when the kids get the money. Because, you know, what I've always heard from Texas is they want to do it the right way. Well, now NIL has created this this idea that there's a right way of doing it, but nobody really agrees on it because nobody, most people haven't really come to terms with the fact that these players are really getting paid. Like, it's actually happening, and it is not contingent upon autographs and jerseys and the type of things that when NIL was discussed in the in its infancy it was like well these guys should be able to take it be able to take advantage of their likeness but what's really transpired is there's a real marketplace for what a a, a talent is worth texas for instance needs a wide receiver a big lanky tall um, athletic wide receiver that they could put opposite of Xavier Worthy that can be a big play specialist, that can take some pressure off of Worthy in the passing game. They did not have that player this year because Isaiah Nayor, a player who went through the portal a year ago and was committed to Tennessee and only flipped from Tennessee to Texas because Texas create showed him a better pathway to make more money, right? you got to – I don't know the right way to, to, to phrase this where it falls under NCAA rules, but he figured out, oh, I can make more money. It's been explained to me I can make more money at Texas and NIL through Tennessee, so he flipped back to Texas. That's, the, oh, that's, that's why they got Isaiah Nayor, but then he tore his ACL in, the, in, in training camp in August, and there was this big void all season long that they didn't have. If A.D. Mitchell ends up at Texas, this is them trying to fill that need a second time, and the portal has created a pathway where if you've got an NIL program in place that has the funds available to do it, you can get yourself some really good players. And, you know, I just – we're, we're having a conversation about this, and we're talking about it and the way that it, it actually happens. And most people in the sport aren't ready for that. Because, again, Georgia literally got two of the best wide receivers in the portal this year committed to them, right? So, I mean, Dominic Levitt is, is signed, and obviously Ra-Ra Thomas from Mississippi State. Those things didn't happen by accident. The first time someone from Georgia spoke to those players did not occur after those kids entered their names into the portal. Every kid's got representation now. And what you often see, I brought up Barry and Brown, because what I think happened there is that kid had handlers and, and agents and lawyers, from what I hear, allegedly. And I think those guys were doing their jobs. I don't think Barry and Brown wanted to leave Kentucky. But if you're going to have an agent, you're going to have somebody who's in charge of your NIL and maximizing your value – they're going to look around. They're going to shop you. They're going to try to figure out how can we make this guy the most amount of money because we want to get our cut and the most amount of money we can get. And so there are these conversations that take place 
in the shadows behind the scenes, and that's just the way that it is these days. And and I understand that Georgia fans of A.D. Mitchell does end up in the portal like everybody expects at this point, including Georgia people. I mean, they were really a little bit late to the party. I was reaching out to my Georgia contacts yesterday, and I was like, yo, are you guys are you guys hearing this? Because I think this thing's going to happen pretty quickly now. And the first thing that I heard when I reached out to a couple of people was, yeah, we heard about it in December, but it all kind of went away. And I was like, I don't think it's gone away. I think you guys need to check. And then when they checked, they were like, yeah, this thing, we're hearing that it's going to happen and that he's already met with Kirby Smart and that this thing's pretty far down the road in terms of the direction that it's heading. There's just no accidents in college football. And I think that uh, I think a lot of us still want to pretend that there are. Catch, I want to talk Arch Manning, but let me just ask you about Chris Beard and what went down there. If you can give me a minute or two on that. Jeff, too, asked sure. about it, too. But they fired him. We all know the story. But is there – because at one point after the story was reported about the incident, before he got fired, there were some other stories that said the story doesn't quite match up, but then apparently it did because they fired him. The bottom line is Texas officials feel like some line was crossed that some physicality occurred in, 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 in what happened, and they couldn't put their head on their pillow at night and sleep given the circumstances. And, and, a, lot, and you know, a lot of the de- – there aren't really a lot of details outside of the police report that we know, but I think one of the things from the police report was that Chris Beard told the police officer that he had proof that there was a video that would exonerate him from these charges – the police asked, hey, can we see that? He said, no. The sense I got is that Texas did the exact same thing. Hey, do you have some evidence that completely clears you? And the answer to that was, it seems like is no. Um, and I think that Texas officials were really uncomfortable with the – they feel like the, the alleged victim in this, case, in this situation, his fiance, they feel like he was, she was put up to put out a statement that she kind of makes herself the issue, that he was defending himself, uh, that it was self-defense, that, that, you know, I think there's some, it was the Ray Rice, it was Texas's version of the Ray Rice situation where it's like, let's put the alleged victim, she didn't go get up on a stage, but she's the only one that has ever issued a statement that's ever said anything at all my understanding was that Texas officials were really uncomfortable about that. It did not help out Chris Beard. And at the end of the day, there's still a situation that occurred where it, from their estimation, again, some level of physicality they believe occurred, and there was just no coming back for Chris Beard from that. Now, I think this thing will work out. I think eventually the charges will be either weakened or completely dismissed. I think legally it probably be okay I bet he's back to coaching major college basketball in a year or two. Like, I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. He's really good at his job, and and somebody will hire him. Uh, but it wasn't going to be Texas. They just weren't going to keep him. How big of a threat is Arch Manning to Quinn Ewers this year? Significant. Arch Quinn Ewers. Look, because here, here's the thing: if you ask anybody in the Texas program who they think starts for the program in 2024. Everybody believes that it's Arch Manning. Arch Manning didn't come to Texas to wait three years to be the starting quarterback. 
The plan was Quinn Ewers is going to be awesome. He'll stay for two years, go to the NFL, and that would allow Arch Manning to show up, take a redshirt year, and then in year two, the, the starting quarterback job is his. Well, Quinn Ewers didn't have a freshman season, which was his second year of eligibility, that would lead you to believe that the NFL is imminently in front of him. So we've got this in-between season, and I just feel like, look, Quinn Ewers is either going to play so well that he can then go off to the NFL, or he's not going to play well enough and Arch Manning could potentially take the job. So, and, and keep in mind, Arch Manning didn't make the decision to enroll early at Texas until after it became evident that Quinn Ewers was struggling. It's really, when, it, when he first committed, there's a lot of talk about redshirting because the anticipation was, well, Quinn Ewers is just going to hold this down for, for two seasons, and then it's Arch's turn. I think the decision by – this is just my opinion – Nobody from the Arch Manning family, uh, the Manning family at all, has said this, but actions sometimes speak louder than words. And it wasn't until things started to go a little bit sideways for Quinn Ewers, and it was apparent that he's probably going to have to compete for this job in 2024, that Arch Manning decided, I'm not going to play high school basketball this season, which he, did, which he had done throughout the rest of his high school career. I'm not going to go to prom. I'm that's it. I'm coming to Texas early, and there are no accidents in this world. He can't. He is at Texas, I think, to compete for the job. And Arch and, and Quinn Ewers has got to play better, because in 2024, Arch Manning, come hell or high water, is almost certain to be the starting quarterback for the University of Texas. What happens in 2023 to get us there? I have no idea how it unfolds, but I can tell you that. Quinn Ewers, and I think his representation, his lawyers, his agent, his family, I think they feel it too. Catch. Good stuff, bud. Good talking to you, man. You got it. You guys have a great rest of the week. Jeff, catch up. That's catch. That's what catch can bring to the table. Arch Manning is an immediate, imminent threat. To the mullet. We'll be right back. Omni Nashville Hotel. Lieutenant, can you tell us what happened today? Our officers responded to a crash on I-40 westbound this morning. The driver of a pickup truck lost control of the vehicle, veered left, and went into a ditch. 911, what's your emergency? We've been in a crash. Please send someone. My fiancé is hurt. A front seat passenger was wearing a seatbelt. She survived without injury. The driver was not wearing a seatbelt and was ejected from the truck. He died at the scene. Law enforcement writes tickets to save lives. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. 
It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. Needing a snow day? How about a dough day? Instant games from the Tennessee Lottery are bringing winning flurries and drifts of cold hard cash. With chances at breathtaking top prizes up to $4 million, sled to your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer and score a chance at a dough day. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. America's first home for college football talk is the Bill King Show. Walker Howard has committed to Ole Miss. Ole Miss even posted it hurt the leg. He said, run it, Bill. It's true. Walker Howard has found his home. It was a moment there where Blick was talking. He said LSU was trying to get back in it, but to no avail. LSU's fine. At quarterback, they've got Jaden Daniels. They got the Nussmeyer kid. They just brought in Ricky Collins, in-state quarterback. They flipped from Purdue. They're fine, but both sides are simultaneously fine. It's an amicable divorce, and uh, I think he goes into the Grove. I think he goes into Hotty Toddy, and he competes for that job with Jackson Dart immediately. And if Dart gets aced out, he ain't sticking around. We already know that. Now, how does baby Kiff play that this spring? 
That's the question. Do you hold off an announcement? Do you try and make it look like it's dead even? We're going to have to get into August camp to properly differentiate. I don't know. I mean, you'd like to be able to keep both, but that is very, very hard to do. Speaking of Notre Dame, Chicago, where Jeff from Chicago is located, where Noel Kev is up there, lots of folks up there, lots of good folks in Chicago. Is It's always been a fantastic city, that state, but that city for producing athletes, football, basketball, doesn't matter what sport it is, baseball. But it's loaded up. It's it's even loaded up more in football. And Notre Dame is obviously big in Chicago. It's it's proximity wise, it's not far at all. It's it's about an hour and a half drive. I, I know this, I've done it. I got lost doing it. I, I got lost in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> not good at about one AM. Anyways, heading to Notre Dame from O'Hare Airport. Loaded up. I mean, absolutely loaded up. And there have been some crystal balls for Notre Dame. One position that we've talked about that has been a issue for Notre Dame is big bodies on the defensive line. We were talking yesterday, Jerry. Tillery, remember, out of Louisiana a couple of years ago, he was 6'7", 290. Um, Stephon Tewitt would be another one. Who was the kid out of Florida who went up there and uh, was an All-American his freshman year and transferred down there, I think, to be with his wife or girlfriend? And ended up at, what did he end up at, USF? Really good defensive lineman. Spent some time, may still be in the NFL. That's another one they got. He was very good. He could play anywhere in America. But they haven't been able to get that kind of – now, they've been pretty good on the D-line. Foskey a, plays the Viper position. He's a borderline first, second rounder, maybe maybe a second-round pick. But there's been a lot of crystal balls here by Tom Loy and others about defensive linemen that are projecting to Tennessee. One is the Scott kid up at St. Ignatius there. And uh, it's down to either Notre Dame, Michigan. He's a 6'5", 320-pound defensive lineman that everybody on the planet would want. Or I hear George is in it too for him. Five-star, everybody wants him. You may say, and and I think he probably commits to Notre Dame. You may say, well, Bill, but with Keon Keeley, they weren't able to hold on to him. True. If they commit him, can they hold on to him? The difference is Keeley's down there in the Tampa area, right? And this kid's right up there by Notre Dame. The proximity is different. Now, I'm not saying somebody can't come in there if he commits to Notre Dame and poach him out of there. They could. But I think they have a better chance if they get a commitment, and he's going to commit at the end of this month from him and holding on to it than they did with Keon Keeley, who now is, of course, playing for Alabama which I would be shocked if if Keon Keeley is not immediately either starting or rotating, then something's wrong at Alabama. Something is big time wrong. 
Jeff, too, if I'm Hugh Freeze, I'm having my handlers get into the ears of Jackson Dart. Auburn would be a good transfer destination for Dart under the guidance of Hugh. <sighs> Hadn't even thought about that. Now, now, I think Robbie Ashford is a pretty good quarterback. I don't know if he hangs on to it or not. He, he can be in the running game as an athlete. Now, I know they want to throw it, too. He can be pretty lethal, a little underrated. Now, again, I don't know what they want. Uh, they wanted Grayson McCall and obviously couldn't even get because of the academic situation, whatever that was, they couldn't get him even to visit. They, they had it. Well, they had him scheduled to visit and it got canceled. And obviously we know he's, he's staying put, but. That's, I think, where everything was pointed, and that got uh, nixed. Speaking of Bo Nix, that got nixed. Jackson, I, I don't – I mean, I'm, I'm lukewarm on Jackson Dart, and maybe it's because Matt Corral had so much arm talent and was a very good athlete. I'm comparing, and I shouldn't be comparing. It's not a fair comparison. Jackson Dart just has a very finite skill set. And I don't know. And, and look, Hugh Freeze is also a very intelligent offensive mind. His offenses are going to move the ball and score. Okay. Dude is an excellent football guy. I just don't know if Jackson Dart's all that attractive. But he, Jeff could be right. No, he could be right about that. That'd be pretty funny if he goes in there and gets poached his former home that obviously isn't a real big fan of his about right now. Hadn't been for a few years, right? Omni Nashville Hotel. locations nationally, including Smyrna. Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. It's never a bad time to have a good time at Strike and Spare Family Fun Center. And that's exactly what WNSR Nashville Sports Radio will be doing Friday, January 20th. With not one, but two shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes on Nolensville Pike. That's right. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Both shows broadcasting live from Tusculum Lanes. And you're invited to come bowl, eat, drink, and just hang out with the guys and WNSR listeners and receive a discount on bowling and food 
food during the broadcast. That's Friday, January 20th. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show from 9 to 11. The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin from 2 to 4. Two shows, one location, one station. Broadcasting live from Strike and Spare, Tusculum Lanes. Located at 5315 Nolensville Pike. Friday the 20th. On the road, on the air, and everywhere. With WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Golfers, tee it up this Thursday through Sunday at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the Callaway Fitting Event and be the first to score the new Paradigm Woods and Irons. The woods are engineered with forged carbon to maximize distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Go to WorldwideGolfShops.com and reserve your free custom fitting experience happening this Thursday through Sunday. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petit fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville, Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Former Titans coach Jeff Fisher. Who's grumpy this morning? <laughs> coach, oh, I'm not grumpy. Yeah. I mean, hey, John. Yeah. Pull your head out of your butt. Get yourself in a better mood. <laughs> I'll do my best, coach. Thanks for the pep talk. Okay. You just you just made a promo for him. <laughs> Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. after j book see what he's doing somebody contact j book see if he's available <laughs> may get him back j book's good man see what's happening up there i don't know find me a michigan dude <laughs> is there any drama have we talked about michigan at all today yeah we have a bunch we have a bunch walker howard if you just missed it has committed evie's reporting it blake said run it Walker Howard is going to Ole Miss. Apparently, Jaden Rashada has requested out of his NLI. Remember, there was a little bit of hope that maybe they could work that out. And for whatever reason, meaning specifics, we know the general reason, but the specifics, 
It ain't getting, it's just not getting worked out. Whatever was promised monetarily has been terminated. That's what we know. Well, we ever, well, we ever know what the actual specifics are to that story. To date, I've read a bunch on it, a bunch of general stuff, which is fine. I'd like to know. It would help us understand the marketplace. I'd like to know what the specifics are. Now, if, if you are one of these agents or you're a player, you want that $13 million to stay. You want that number to be reported as if it's true. I refuse to believe that much money was promised to that kid, but there's a lot of people who say it is absolutely true. But if, if, if you're thinking about the marketplace, then yes. That's what you want. You want that, whether it's true or not, you want that out there. Johnny Vegas says, Bill, this is my Jeff in the Borough Post. And it's TCU currently in the national rankings in various sports, if you will. Rifle team one. Yeah, if you commit to TCU's rifle team, you're committing to the team ranked number one. Football two. Equestrian two. Men's tennis three. Women's soccer ten. Men's basketball, 14. Baseball, 15. Now, I understand. I really don't care who's ranked number two in football. There's no way TCU is the second-best team. Now, did they get to the playoffs and to the last game? Sure they did. I understand. But, I mean, if, if if you're ranking based on who you think ought to be one, two, three, four, five? I would not have them <laughs> at number two. You can lose the championship game and not be the second best team. I don't know why that has to be a rule. It's not a rule, but but people go by it like it's a rule. I would have Ohio State ranked ahead of them. By far, Ohio State would absolutely destroy them. They beat Michigan fair and square. I know, and Michigan beat Ohio State. I know. I would have Alabama. What do you think would happen if TCU and Alabama played? I think we know. Ranked ahead of them. I would. Would I have Tennessee ranked ahead of them? Probably. Yep. I would. But anyways, that that look, give them credit. And remember the team with Walker Howard originally was thought to be TCU. And that would have been a good destination for him. Yeah, that would have been a, a good either one would have been a good destination, but but nonetheless, there there you have it. Market is green and happy. Oh, my coin options were beautiful yesterday. And I wish I would have kept him. 
because I had a Friday expiration. It wasn't like spy where I had to get out that day. And uh, those would be double what I sold them for yesterday. This morning, they're double what I sold them for. I still came out with good profit. But if I would have hung on, which, again, you can't look back at it like that, it would have been even better. Yeah, coin. That is one I would watch, particularly if we get a run with Bitcoin, et cetera, in that world. Yeah, that would that would be very, very interesting. Got to wrap it up. Yes, I am. I'm going to go 15 feet high for about the fourth time here and take the battery out. I just didn't want to do it during the show. Yeah, take the battery out, and the chirping will uh, will cease. Now, if I have a fire here, I guess I won't know about it until it gets to one of the other rooms. Until I can get to uh, Lowe's or something. Tomorrow, TJ with us. I'm, I'll try j Bull. If you have any other thoughts, any other requests, let me know. Don't know that I'll honor it, but but let me know. I'll take a look at it. Flashback. <laughs>